0: Hello and welcome back to Dial Age for HeroClix. I'm your Sexy Ranch and co-host, Calder This episode, we're going to be answering some listener questions, talking about our new article design series with WizKids, and also, oh, is it Halloween already? We're going to talk about some more information about Notorious and some deceased figures. All of this and more in episode 472 of Dial Age for HeroClix. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is... Zero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like hundred. Stick deadpan humor. Over okay, six yeah. over people think I am funny. I'm your Captain America. That was just you in a costume. You absolute fools. They're gonna be able to edit that out. For sure. That's cool because it's expensive. I'm gonna make Hero Clips like that forever. Are you kidding? Wow! 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 Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you in part by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Use code DIAL5, that's D-I-A-L-5, for 5% off your Cool Stuff Inc. order. And if you're doing some shopping on the WizKids website, at shop.wizkids.com, and you're buying yourself some Hero Clicks, you can use code DIALH10 for 10% off your order there. Not usable with Iconics. Play at home kits, but everything else. You're good. Joining me like always in the studio is Simeon Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? Yeah, that that cool stuff
1: ink sale, the July fourth sale that's currently going on. I'm assuming oh, yeah. it goes on uh, it says end Sunday, so it goes yeah, on it's a going full for a while week. Even though as of this recording, July fourth is gonna be tomorrow, so happy July fourth, everyone. Is. Yeah. Um pretty good deals, but like kind of
0: random things <laughs> it's kind of weird that it's not like a bunch of like, like American um, stuff uh, yeah like patriotic stuff
1: so we yeah. we've got the the dc batman team up uh starter set which is like good like that's that's the thing that you want and that's only 45 dollars down from like the 70 dollar like normal price an empty hellfire gala premium collection box which i'm like some sort of like meta play on like uh, July 4th like he's uh, like empty promises empty empty boxes yeah, like, I don't, what is this I was like what in the empty world empty box yeah. uh, is it just cuz it's red and white I don't know maybe uh, no, but then no. what's probably going to interest most people uh, Avengers 60th a brick for 125 a case for 1 20, or not one geez that'd be insane for 240 that um, that'd be so nice for a case a single booster for 13 bucks and then you can also get uh the spider-man beyond amazing boosters there's no it doesn't seem like there's any cases oh, okay. or bricks of those but those are 13 bucks randomly the x-men rise and fall fast forces for seven dollars yeah and then Jeez. also equally random the Marvel Studios Disney Plus Dyson token pack for 6 bucks which if you want that Dyson token pack holy cow 6 bucks that's pretty solid it's a good deal Those um, are cool dice surprisingly good deals but like like i said just like the rise and fall doesn't make sense the beyond amazing booster doesn't make sense no. i like spider-man's uh kind of white red and blue i guess i, I don't know i suppose I, I, I was know, hoping I would they would have done like so specific much. figures. Like Jubilee makes a lot of sense for 4th yeah, of July. fireworky gal. Yeah, dazzler maybe. Yeah, dazzler. Know, there's, a, there's some stuff,
0: but yeah, some Captain Americas, some Buc-y's some good on sale, sales something. on uh, Star Girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Star Girl. Yeah. It's still a solid sale, you know. I like uh, cool. the brick price being 125 bucks. Is like ah, the days of old when bricks were. A buck twenty. Ah, the good old also, days. Uh a
1: little bit of a uh, update on the WizKids side. If you're going to shop.wizkids.com, the Marvel uh, set, so if you if you pot a Avengers sixtieth brick, you also got a free brick of uh Battle World, Secret Wars Battle World. Well that's right. That is sold out. So now, right. the only available red, white, and brick sale is if you buy the. Um, I assume Batman Team Up. Yeah, it says Batman's Any, per- any qualifying yesterday. DC Hero Clicks booster brick, but I assume you're going to buy Batman Team Up. You get a Legion of Superheroes brick, which honestly, not the worst in the world. It's not like Teen Titans. There's some fun stuff in there. There's like, I think. No bunker didn't come out of there, but Toy Man came out of
0: there. There's like some <laughs> some interesting I, stuff. Yeah, I, the Legion of Doom it was a great sub theme in that set. If you like the Legion of Superheroes, that's still like the only set, like the most recent set to have them like in it. Right. At all. I um, don't think they've been made since. Then. No, I don't think so. Uh, uh, but yeah, the Legion of Doom sub theme was really cool. It was and really then fun. That uh, pops up with a uh,
1: the Watchmen collector's box set is on the Wizkid site, so Ooh. they have some of those. And then they also like have that. the Superman Wonder Woman booster brick, which comes with the super booster. So it's eight normal boosters, and then you're going to get Titanos Solaris, uh, Adam. The Adam,
0: dude. Yeah.
1: War Wheel, <laughs> Batman Superman robot or Brimstone. Solaris, Brimstone, all those I don't guys? remember. There's. I'm probably missing something. but Both of them. Yeah. yeah. That was the first... The first set that I bought majorly into, right... Well, not the first oh, set really? that I bought majorly oh, wow. into. I bought into Avengers Assemble, which I think came out before that. But I bought they into yeah. Superman Wonder Woman heavily right before I moved. And so it went into storage. And then it was like a oh, year no. before I went back into playing Clicks, And I was like, what am I going to do with these two atoms and Lex... Or not Lex. Uh, this Brainiac Red Sun, like Brainiac. Gosh. What oh, terrible no. polls I got from this. And then I look online and everyone was like eighty dollars for your brainiac <laughs> Red Sun yeah. like Brainiac and uh like I don't remember what the Atom was going for, but probably like thirty, and I was like, Oh. Okay. Somehow like my brick had both the possessors, Eclipso and Brainiac, and then oh. I, uh I got ended up with two atoms somehow. And Double atom
0: is so good. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. Adam still is awesome.
1: Good. Hasn't been He is still great. Oh, he been he's still great, but one of the, the best, best retaliators. Uh, no, he's not legal
0: in silver. But like yeah, like in golden still like yeah, he one rocks, of the best, man. I soldier keyword, sidestep and power. His retail is freaking amazing. No rollouts, penetrating, no reflexes. Okay, Adam. We see you, bro. Who hurt you, dude? Why are you why are you retaliating so hard? <laughs> yeah, the Adam just kicks butt. He's, he does. We, oh, need a, we need so
1: either sick. a remake or we need an errata for that, or not errata, geez, a legacy for that specific
0: two-by-two, because two, that's probably the, the best Adam that guy. we've ever had. Oh my gosh. Oh, it easily is. Old well, Al Pratt here, he's he kicking butt, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he freaking rocked. Anyways, Simeon, why don't you tell us what made you happy this last week, my man?
1: Ooh, what made me happy? So we're going to get into uh, a little bit of what made me happy because um, I've really enjoyed doing these article series with WizKids. Oh, And I didn't know that they were going to credit us, so I didn't know that I was going to specifically yeah, say, like, I? hey, I did that. But, yeah, I, uh, as of hearing this, I, I did the theme team of the Sinister Syndicate, which was really fun. I really like Sinister, yeah. Sinister Syndicate theme team, and specifically because of their team ability itself. I think it's really fun team to play and like mess around with. And then, uh, I, depending on like when you hear this, I also did the pulp team that is the the Watcher Hawkeye triple shield team ability and uh, the leader. I don't know. It's got a bunch of stuff. It's got leader manifold, bunch of stuff. Uh, I'm not gonna go through that whole theme team. But that one's also really fun. I actually played that. That was on a theme team. Jeez. Uh, that was a pulp team. I actually played that pulp team, uh, or at least a little bit of it, and that was really fun. But, yeah, it's been really fun doing this article series. I enjoy stretching my legs as a writer. I I used yeah. to write quite a bit, and I actually had uh, a blog with, like, 400 followers at one point. But What? Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: I don't think I ever knew this.
1: No, I, I don't like to talk about it because I just stopped writing at one point, and then like, I still technically have those followers, but I just don't write anymore. But I did a lot of uh, like sci-fi, and then also just like farm stories kind of stuff, which people seem to really enjoy. But anyhow, <laughs> what what really actually made me happy is uh, Money in the Bank Calder. Did you did you watch Money in the okay. Bank?
0: I did not watch Money in the Bank. Do you know no. where
1: Money in the Bank happened?
0: I, was it Omaha, Nebraska?
1: Oh, no, no. Was I it wish. Lincoln, Nebraska? No, I, w- I wish it was stateside. Oh, okay. It was not. Think of the uh, the least likely place for Money in the Bank to be this specific week out of the year, being July 4th-ish week. Was it in Saudi Arabia? <laughs> oh, gosh. No, it was in <laughs> England. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. okay. It, was in, uh, it was in the, yeah, ye oldie time uh, owners of the United States.
0: We Wow, we really had our July 4th Money in the Bank in England. Okay, interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our July 4th, like, so I, I don't know if it specifically happened yesterday, but it definitely happened July, like within the first two days of July. So it was either the second or the first. I can't remember when it actually went live. I watched the, like, the rewind, whatever, like a day later. But anyhow, um, guess who uh, made a guest, a surprise guest appearance? Can you think of like the, the most American, American uh, WWE person? There's,
0: I guess Kurt Angle is the first one that comes to mind. Yeah, probably. them that, that makes more sense, but no. Okay. Mr. America. <laughs> um... No. Otis is pretty hardworking man, patriotic. <laughs> no, no, Otis, no, no. okay. Cody Rhodes, the no, American Nightmare. No,
1: no. <laughs> okay, okay. Although Cody Rhodes was, he was uh, headlining. Okay. Cody Rhodes did have a match against, uh, of all people, Dominic Mysterio.
0: Yeah, I did see that he fought Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. and
1: guess who? Won. I just
0: don't believe. Like, no offense to Dominic Mysterio, but like. You look at the kid and yeah, he's an actual who's, child still. Who is he beating on the roster? Who do you I know that like wrestling is like Jake wh- whatever, Paul 12 like, years ago. You're taking me out of it, kid. Like I don't believe that you can beat literally any of these grown men on no. the roster.
1: Dominic Mysterio past. is a character that belongs in like a attitude era because that was like when they had like weird funky characters and people yeah. that were tiny and it was like, Sorry. Made sense. like he could have took on Sorry, Hurricane no, back in Hurricane. Oh prime. yeah, there you
0: go. Yeah. Something funny. But not but, Cody uh, Rhodes.
1: Like Okay, not Cody. He, yeah, Cody Rhodes defeated no, him. So. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, who is, who is the who's a patriotic person that I'll, I... give you, I'll give you a hint. Okay. Oh, John Cena. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> it's John Cena.
0: Absolutely, very
1: patriotic. He did not have a match. Oh hold on was he uh, patriotic cuz hold on John Cena comes out to the ring starts saying like how how wonderful London is so glad oh no. to be back in London I love God. this town this is the yeah. greatest town they, they backstage they say you're too you're too crazy out here but I love you guys and you know what he says probably the most un-American thing I can possibly no. think of No John Cena Played in like the Marine. He played in like, I don't know, like Dr. Patriot or something at some point. Like, literally, like his whole WWE career, he's been like Soldier Boy esque kind of a character. Something. He says, This is the year we need to bring WrestleMania to England. You're kidding. No. Ugh. Yeah. John. What is this? Ah, uh, it was like how I, I was literally like, how much did they pay John Cena to do this? Because yeah. like oh, the, the John Cena I know, the John Cena that I love, the you know, three hundred and fifty plus Make a Wish Foundation, bug <laughs> like has has you know delivered that that man would not go to London to say these things. No, no. That's not my John Cena. That's not yeah, not my cool. John Cena, not at all. <laughs> uh, and then I can't remember the dude's name. Some dude came out and was like, "We should take it. We should take WrestleMania to Australia instead." Blah blah blah. Hey, and then, uh, John Cena like, like, who, knocked who him the down the and here's. was like, "No." Blah blah blah. Like it was, it was like a little staged fight. Like John Cena wasn't ah. actually part of the event, but like yeah, he did. Uh, You know, deliver some of his, like, signature moves to an Australian while in London. Because in London, they really want to make sure, you know, they've got those little (laughs) territories they took over a long time ago still under control, I guess. I don't know. But that made me happy. Money in the Bank was fun. Roman Reigns? First loss. So, like, guess when... Guess how long ago it's been since Roman Reigns suffered a loss? Maybe a while.
0: Like Has his, he been his
1: first pinfall? I should say. So this was the the Bloodline is Civil st- War. It is was... he
0: still yeah the Bloodline champ? The, yeah, it was Usos table, versus Roman
1: that. Reigns and Sola Sokoa.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: And I will I, I will say Roman got pinned, but like guess when he the last pinned. time he got a pinfall loss was? The current year is twenty twenty three. It was
0: like two years ago. It Was like twenty twenty one. Was it before I, all I this? wish. I oh wish. really?
1: Okay. He, Roman Reigns hasn't had a pinfall since twenty nineteen. No way! What? Yeah. yeah, this was the first pinfall that Roman Reigns actually had on like record since twenty nineteen, and it was at the like it was uh, yeah the Usos versus uh, him and Ole. I don't know. I call him Crusty Finger, but it's the dude with, like, the cast on his hand.
0: Jeez. Solo, whatever his name okay. is. Yeah. Yeah. The jabs so people in D&D throats. I'm so the right now. I still have, like, no clue what is happening right now, honestly. <laughs> but anyhow. So out
1: of uh, Money in the Bank made me happy. It was... Nice. Yeah, it was surprisingly fun. Like, even though I wouldn't suggest people buy it or, you know, whatever, I... I did end up watching it. The Cody Rhodes versus Dominic match was like, eh. Um, yeah. Gunther versus Matt Riddle was pretty cool. Uh, obviously, as WWE has proven time and time again, like the women's like division is way more interesting. So, Ronda Rousey and Shayna ba- Baszler. Oh, whatever. Shayna Baszler, yeah. Yeah. Um, they lost, didn't they? They lost... To yeah. uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. I, I've i been a fan of Liv Morgan for quite a while. I really like her character. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Damian Priest won the, the Money in the Bank. So that was like the main oh, thing. Oh, cool.
0: Right on. I, I'd be interested in that. I like Damian.
1: Yeah. And then there was a Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor match, which was like mm. the main draw, in my opinion. Two generic dudes yeah. that look the exact same wrestling yeah. each other. I don't even think... Uh, Finn was Wizard in demon, demon form. No. I don't think so. Oh, bummer. Yeah, that is a bummer. Yikes! Just uh, I yeah. think it was because like they were in London, so he was in like full prince mode. I think it's what was going on. Yeah, but yeah, it was for the the world heavyweight championship. So like, why why pull out all the stops and do like the cool stuff and be like, oh, it's like the the demon Finn Balor. Right. Yeah. Why do that? You know. Yeah, why would you? Who would want to see that? But no, anyhow, glad, uh, this is a
0: hero <laughs> yeah. podcast, so... Uh, yeah, no. uh, long. Calder, <laughs> what made oh, you happy I'll, this week? I'll maybe. be quick on what made me happy this last week. Uh, I went back home. We had a long weekend for the 4th of July and all that stuff. So I went back home with my family and I road tripped back with my little brother. And we hung out and did kind of whatever we went and saw Indiana Jones: Dial of Destiny. Quick Ooh. review for that. Um, I think, believe it or not, by the end of Dial of Destiny, I said, you know what? Maybe Crystal Skull wasn't that bad, and maybe that was a better <laughs> oh, place. Oh no! Jones. Yeah, <laughs> no. I don't know. I I couldn't get into Dial uh, of Destiny that much, and I wanted to because I'm like, ah, oh, Dial D for Destiny. Dial Yeah, H. we really review they okay. really should have reached out to the Dial of H. They they the should have. you know a thing or two about dialing stuff. Let yeah, and we are pretty dialed in, as they say. I, um, I could have dialed no, Harrison I, Ford. Yeah, I I can't say I super enjoy Dial of Destiny, but uh, what we did do, which is pretty fun, we did this on Friday and then also today here in Omaha. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, there was a meetup for a merch pop up shop drop thing, whatever. I'm not a super alternative fashion person. I'm not about Drip Uh, you've no doubt seen me in many videos. It's usually just a shirt blue jeans Maybe a jacket. It's not it's not a lot. Uh, I'm pretty pretty bare-bones guy. I'm not really a style not doing the
1: uh... um the johnny depp of accoutrements to your outfit
0: (laughs) yeah i'm not an accessories guy not a huge Um, accessories guy no (laughs) but there's this one merch creator t-shirt designer guy uh that my brother brody really likes my older brother and he was like we should go because he's doing a 50 state tour he's going to every state he's doing a little thing with his trailer and they they play like games they do a, like a physical challenge and then maybe like a spelling bee or something is what they do a lot to try to win more merch and i was like oh okay that sounds like fun interesting so we went um this guy his name is butt pizza except it's not <laughs> Butt. it's something i can't say on the podcast which is just like why is that your name but okay um and i make t-shirts and he makes this T-shirt. looks like a food
1: truck but yeah.
0: despite the pizza part of my name, yeah. it's actually only T-shirts. It is all clothing and, like, I guess some shoes. It's really interesting. So Welcome to Bud Pizza. Um, so, we, yeah, we went Friday, and then me and my little brother went today here in Omaha. He is doing – so, for some reason – Non-copyright infringing. He uses like the Hardy's smiley face star or oh, Carl's sure. Jr. For those of you that are less educated and don't know what a Hardee's is and goes mm. by Carl's Jr. Yeah. Um but he uses like the Hardee's star for everything. So I did buy a American flag t-shirt where all of the stars are the Hardees star. I think it is kind of funny. Um and then it has like as if like Captain America, how he has like little shoulder stars. It has two big Hardy's stars on each like sleeve of the t-shirt, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's And then He also, for some reason, has a Green Goblin t-shirt that he also gets by with selling without any infringement of any kind. It's based on the Green Goblin truck, though, from like an old horror movie, I guess. So it's just a t-shirt of the Green Goblin. And then it has cool jack-o'-lanterns on the sleeves, which is actually what I'm wearing right now. I also bought this t-shirt. I think it's kind of fun. And then he does a patch and a sticker for each state, which is just the Hardy star and some fun colors South Dakota's was like brown and teal and like pink. It was like a weird Girl Scout looking donut. I don't know why those were our colors. Um, no school has those colors. The our state flag is, I guess, teal blue ish color. Um, but I bought the patch. And then here in Nebraska, they had straight up U.S. Agent colors. It was like black, dark gray and red. And the star was still white. And I was like, this kind of looks U.S. Agent So I really like these colors. Um, so I bought that when we got here in Nebraska but uh yeah so the physical challenge they did was a standing long jump and i was like hmm bad day to wear boots um my usual footwear not particularly great for this challenge but (laughs) i ended up getting basically second i they had just you stay out there if you were the longest jump until someone else beat you and i when i finally came my turn to jump i went pretty far pretty proud of that and then uh Some dude who probably weighs like 30 pounds less and had real boots on, like some grippy shoes, like... Toe socks. I mean, I think like an inch past me. I don't know. Not super far. But then he beat me and I was like, all right, fine. I didn't want the free t-shirt anyways. Whatever. I already got my t-shirt. So I lost that physical challenge. And then I did pretty well in the spelling bee until my brain short-circuited. And so like the first word I got was Meridian. And I was like, oh, perfect. I used to live in a town that had a Meridian district. So I know exactly how to spell that word. I forgot what my second word was to spell, but it was also like, oh, I got this. That's that's also super easy. Um, It was like a shorter word where you could think it was spelt one way, but it's like, no, 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 don't be silly. Uh, I forgot what it was anyways. And then the word I got out on was Quasimodo, which (laughs) I I can't believe I misspelled it because I've seen in the last three years. I have seen Hunchback of Notre Dame three times and I like the movie. Um, and I just, I biffed it I uh, This was an anxiety whatever I spelled Quasimodo correctly Except when it came time for the other O At the end of Quasimodo I for some reason said E And I was like, why on earth would I say that That was so stupid And then yeah, and then I had to listen to people Spell words wrong that I knew how to spell Like lacrosse And Rorschach And Ooh. apprentice And other words, and I was like, man, y'all are getting these wrong it hurts, and, it, and I was like, well, look at you. You got Quasimodo wrong, and you love Hunchback and Notre Dame. Look at you, dummy. Uh, and then we left today. My little brother and I left the ranch, which is like a four-ish, five-hour drive to get back here to Omaha, and Mr. Butt Pizza posted on his story that he would be in Omaha at 3.30, and we were like, oh, shoot. If we leave right now at 11, we're only going to get there by 4.30. Hopefully, he's still there, and we can get the Omaha patch, the Nebraska patch, and all that stuff. So we drive down an impressive... Only two stops, I think, pretty good for a five hour trip for how much water I drink. And then <laughs> yeah. we got here. His I've driven that drive. It's hard to not stop. It's
1: pretty tough. Pretty tough sometimes. Especially after, like, if you stop one time,
0: yeah. you really want to stop it again. Oh, you, like, totally you really do. want to be
1: oh, like, totally let's break this trip up again.
0: Yeah. It's like, okay, this is getting a little monotonous. Um, and so his physical challenge this time was a overhead ball, like medicine ball throw, um that was like backwards, and I was like, ugh, this is not a movement I know at all. Oh, like a uh, like a front like okay. so it's but
1: be- like in between your uh, legs like, you grab it, you like bend yeah, it down and you and throw it, it behind it. you.
0: Yeah, throw it behind you, yeah. Like a keg toss. Like a keg toss, but it's a medicine ball, yeah, oh. basically.
1: Yeah, no one no one that isn't like Eddie Hall practices that. The the only human I know of that actually practices
0: that specific movement and it's just like huh I don't know Mm -hmm. I don't know how to do this I ended up getting kind of like I guess you would say fourth place a lot of guys hit the grass line but only one guy was able to do the further parking spot behind it these are all done in parking lots by the way they're they're, it's as ghetto as you think this is listener don't worry um these are all done in abandoned mall parking lots don't don't worry about this this was at (laughs) um I think it was at oak oakview mall so not super abandoned but sure. like it was up on top where it was like not as busy as yeah. the down area yeah. yeah westview is pretty much the only
1: mall that's actually uh, i think it's called westview i don't know
0: and yeah the mall where we had so a we shooting
1: did. is pretty much the only mall that actually several people go to several yeah. I here apparently um, um. yeah <laughs> well I, I know the I I can't remember if it's Westview or what it was called, but the one that used to be on Dodge Seventy Second and Dodge is just straight up gone. They bulldozed it. It's gone. Yeah, I saw that. It's like oh, oh, it's called Crossroads. Yeah, Crossroads Crossroads. just straight up gone. That that used to be a mall. It used to confuse me because I was try I would try to go to West Roads, which is like the big one out uh, West Dodge, I guess area. Right and when i didn't live in omaha i would try and go to like west roads one but i would like always get confused and end up at crossroads and be like oh this is the barnes and noble like target slash weird nothing space because like half the it was one of those malls where half the interior places weren't rented out so there's like nothing to actually do in there but yeah it's yeah one of one Uh, of them probably a view or something
0: these were, these were pretty fun. So these are just fun little events to go to. We'll see if I make more. I doubt it. These were the, the easy ones to go to. But they were pretty fun. And even though I'm not really a, a merchandise fashion guy, these were pretty cool T-shirts. They're super, like, baggy. Like, a large is, like almost like an extra large um, which is kind of fun that's kind of a style I guess that's in with the hip-hop rapper crew children nowadays the baggy shirts or maybe it's not I don't know but the shirts are baggy and it's fine they're comfortable but yeah that's what made me happy and then of course hanging out mom and dad with my family the whole weekend it was pretty good we fired off some fireworks did whatever it's pretty good uh it was a pretty darn good time but enough about that this was probably a 20 to 30 minute non-hero clicks discussion you don't care about us let's get to the i'm just kidding i know you guys care about us Uh, but let's seriously let's get to some plastic shall we notorious dc no other no other acronym that's important is after the word notorious just trust me on that one the notorious dc set is coming soon we get a design insight article which i love this i i know you also like it yeah these are cool i do more of this please because this is great um welcome to the first article exploring the upcoming dc comics set notorious this all villain set all villain are you sure about that Hmm? are you sure about that I know this is evil. You Superman. sure about, We're about that. To get to. I know it's evil TikTok Superman, man. technically, but it's still still yeah, a we, hero. We have
1: seen at least one quote unquote hero.
0: I I would say, but um, I'll, I'll, I'll alas, we'll we'll go past a mostly villain set. We have to have some some heroes. I assume DC is like you got to have Batman or Superman in there. You yeah. can't just not have Batman or Superman and Wonder Woman. Um, but anyways, we want to movie. say this gotta is gotta have a Flash. We gotta have a Flash in there. You have to. This is a mega set. We're considering this a, a mega set with 81 figures in the main set and nearly 100 game elements to collect in total. I don't know if that counts like the play at home kits, which we actually did see. We don't know if we have those at home kids. But we did see uh, the uh, play at home cards. What, like, I
1: mean, that? Like, I don't know. There, there might be like team up cards in this set. Yeah.
0: Yeah, some stuff like that, legacy cards, team up cards, and eighty one figures. It's really cool. So they're gonna go over next few articles. They're gonna slink their way through this. I like the word slink their way through the set, it's really funny. Yeah. And showcase upcoming themes, mechanics, and design choices we made while working on Notorious. So this is super cool. Um, When building a hero hook set, lower lower rarity figures are one of the areas the design team puts a great deal of thought and care into. Common and uncommon figures are the backbone of sealed play and make up the majority of figures players will encounter as they open boosters. This is true. Low rarity figures define the feel of a set, and we knew an all-villain set would need a solid base to build off. If we were going to capture the imaginations of players that might otherwise miss seeing their favorite heroes. Now, this is good. I like the way we're leaning because let me tell you something. A lot of these recent DC sets, and by that I mean just Batman, have like no <laughs> generics. I, um,
1: I think like the, the a strong thing to strive for is Avengers Forever. I think they did Avengers Forever really well. Where, I would say um, so like main yeah, the super well quote unquote forever. main character whatever guy was like a rare so like let's say Red Skull for example was like a rare he could pull in Hydra Officer or Hydra Agent and then Hydra Officer if like Red Skull pulled him and that guy could leadership pull in Hydra Agent um, I think that was done really well I really like that I hope we see more of that where it's like these like you know we, we've seen pictures of the goons um, oh yeah we have the the surfing goon is my favorite of course it's quite funny uh, it is it is strange that they put him in a perfect like surfing position but
0: he's no, he's sneaking no away that bag of money.
1: yeah he should have been like black
0: manta goon sneaking is away. what he should have been because he oh, he definitely looks like he belongs on a surfboard it's often simple yeah uh And so speaking of goons, while there are several methods we use to ensure that Notorious's lower-rarity figures were flavorful, the one we're most excited about to share is the expendable goon. The expendable goon. (laughs) The pages of DC Comics are filled with costume henchmen, giving players cheap goons to round out supervillain teams, Uh, and it's a great way for players to make them feel like a dastardly mastermind. Ooh. To that point, we noted that there were four goals our goons needed to hit. They needed to be inexpensive so players could field many at once. I'm like, okay, generics, I love it. They needed to be generated. Yeah. So, a boss character to call out more goons as a battle progresses. So, just like you said, Simeon. Agreed. They needed to support their boss's gameplay. Yes, they should yeah. work with their boss beautiful. They need to do all of the above while also being simple enough to play and justify being at a common rarity. And that is the tough part, right? That's gotta be. Where it's right. like, they need to do all of this, and also they have to be simple because they're commons.
1: Yeah, so like, all and, the first yeah. three points are like suited henchmen kind of filled all of these things, in my opinion. Inexpensive, you could fill a ton of suited henchmen. They were like five points. Um, they were generatable Uh, And, like, they quote-unquote supported their boss's gameplay. They mostly supported it by being, like, mastermind fodder, but, like, whatever. Uh, The fourth point, they needed to do all of the above while also being simple enough to play in play to justify being at a common rarity. Like, I think they were simple enough, but I don't think, like, you ever played a suited henchman outside of, like... You needed five points. You never played of them. Like
0: five points. And yeah, you never you played them to have just to play them. Cosmic, give you underworld. Give uh, yeah, your that cosmic. too. <laughs> Trade your yeah your underworld with like power cosmic. Yeah, so that's pretty funny. Um, they go on. To say, so a problem quickly emerged while trying to hit all of these. While summoning goons is fun, hanging that complexity on their boss was making the boss character feel too similar. Riddler, Joker, Penguin, and the rest of them, all just rolling to generate their flavor of costume goon, felt like a trait text that would have been better spent giving those characters their own unique identities. Which makes sense, I understand that. Yeah, and to be
1: fair, uh, I can't remember if that was if it was Elseworlds, I can't remember what set it was with the uh, like the different boss every day and the hired henchmen, the hired goons or whatever, they all felt um, very I, similar. Was it X? Earth X had new boss every week. New boss every week. Okay, that I was a Marvel of, set then. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, new boss every week. Uh, that generated. They all generated bystanders. They weren't actual figures, but like they generated by, bystanders and all of the quote unquote bosses made them. So like they all felt very similar because they were basically. Uh, some sort of like generate this guy the kind
0: of thing exactly it's like okay if that's all they do then it's like you know we could have some cool flavor for two-face flipping coins or the penguin making penguins or being shooting gas or having funny umbrellas you know or like the joker buzzing your hand or something you know like you're that's taken away from that character just by making them a, a boss that makes dudes so In order to get past this design, this tricky design challenge, they had to work through a couple ideas before they found the perfect one that they liked. Ultimately, one of our designers noted that there are plenty of canon examples of goons talking about working under different bosses. While one of the Joker's goons might not be in the same costume he wore when working for the Riddler, he could certainly have some tricks he picked up from that job. This let us standardize the expendable goon trait, where as goons got KO'd, they could self generate replacements. Villains are all hiring from the same group of criminals, after all. If we restricted the generation to a success role so that goons weren't infinitely replenishing source, they could then use that fail state of a roll to give a bonus to whenever their boss character is. For example, the Joker goon. And I'll jump into the Joker goon here. Set 09 in the set, he's a common. Arkham Asylum, Gotham City Underworld, and a brute expendable goon, Joker's posse. So this is his only trait, his only ability. He's 15 points, or he's 50 points, which is kind of interesting. When Joker Goon is KO'd by an opposing character, after resolutions, roll eighty six, D6, 1 through 3, generate a smoke terrain marker in the square that Joker Goon last occupied. On a 4 through 6, generate a character with an expendable Goon trait on its 15-point starting line adjacent to a friendly character. This is kind of funny that he just turns into some smoke. Uh, I think that's cute for Joker. A little... Yeah. Tsh- uh, uh, so that's neat. What does his dial look like? At 50 points, he is a charge, precision strike, super senses for three clicks, and then he has exploit on his very first click, and then his last two clicks are flurry blades toughness with exploit on his very last click, click number five. Pretty simple, no special combat symbols, no range. He's got a big ol' grinning fish that he's gonna hit you with i guess that's kind of cute and then he has batman enemy because i imagine most of these goons are gonna have batman enemy and he's got a stout 11 attack at 50 points it's tough we have to we have to be on the search for our batman enemy with a 12 attack Ooh, who's it gonna be who's gonna be (laughs) you know um, so definitely when Joker goon is KO, he gets to leave a permanent smoke drain, which is, this sets Joker, which we'll get into in a second, can use to his advantage or he brings in any goon, be it another Joker's posse henchman freshly poached from black Mana's crew or Riddler's gang with their cheap costs, flexible generation and unique KO effects. We're excited to see what team players, uh, what teams players come up with using these notorious goons. So I like it. I like it a lot. It's really cool. It's very thematic. I, I like getting behind the mind of these guys. I love the combo with the Batman team up just came out like
1: fairly recently ago. Um, The Joker from Batman team up gives everyone with Batman enemy team ability, the mystics team ability, the penguin from that set gives them all uh, underworld team ability. So like just like the Teen Titans handed out a bunch of different team abilities and like abilities, random powers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, These 15 point guys have this trait. This trait isn't specific to their top dial. So like the 15 point ones have it. You could start them at 15 points and potentially just get an infinite number of 15 point ones. uh, Like one after the other. But then also like, you know, if you're playing that Joker from Batman Team Up, that's two clicks of Mystics. I mean, they only have a 16 toughness so they're probably only taking one click of Mystics. But... That's the cheapest we've seen in D.C. in quite a while. Uh, So, yeah, as far as goons go, I like the first one we've seen.
0: I think he's cool. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. So, Joker, he's going to work with these special hindering terrain markers. Let's get into Joker. He is 047A. So, okay, first prime. First Prime. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll see what happens. See what happens here. Arkham Asylum, Gotham City Underworld, Injustice League, and Monster. He has a trait, Charge Plasticity. When an opposing character within range is knocked back after resolutions, you may place Joker adjacent to that character. And this is called Tap Dance on your grave. It's kind of interesting. Uh, Then he has another trait called You Get What You Deserve. We Uh, do live in a society, Calder. Society? Uh, (laughs) Gosh. Goodness gracious. Uh, He's not quite that Joker. I think he's, with the stare dance, I think he's going for a different Joker, at least. Although he did say society in that movie, so maybe maybe it's just as fitting. Uh, So Poison, when he uses it, if characters occupy or are adjacent to friendly smoke terrain within six squares... They are considered adjacent to him. So that's kind of cool. Like you said, they make a smoke terrain. It's permanent. They're ever in it. Within six squares, he gets to poison them. At the end of the game, you got to generate two smoke terrain markers into any squares. If you aren't the first player, you generate four instead. That's pretty wild. That's pretty cool. Uh,
1: Yeah. Every time one of your goons dies, if it doesn't generate a new goon, it generates a smoke marker in the square it was in. And then, uh, yeah, Joker himself makes quite a bit of smoke himself
0: and, yeah, gets the poison through it. So, And then he has a special attack power that is on click two, four, and then click six and seven. Really interesting dial. He's a little crazy. Ooh, ah. Uh... It's, uh, we'll do this dance forever, Bats. Blades, claws, fangs. When the Joker uses it, after resolutions, choose one. Heal the Joker equal to half the result. Dang, that's good. Or place the Joker up to two squares away. And when he has those clicks, he does have stealth on those clicks. So he doesn't start with stealth, which is interesting to know. I, but he gets stealth when he does his whole blades claws bangs thing, so he can stab and then he can poof away. Which I don't feel like you ever don't anything. heal. <laughs> like I feel like if yeah, if you're on click four you and heal. you
1: roll like a five on yeah. blades, that heals you to top dial. Yeah, you
0: hundred percent
1: be healing um, with this guy on click like, six there's and seven. No
0: reason not to.
1: Like you just you just don't want to die, so you probably heal off of that one. Like no matter what you roll, uh, place him placing him two squares away. Like yeah, you're in stealth. Potentially, if you can place two away, and then he's got combat reset reflexes with that stealth. So, two of those clicks, he has an 18 with combat reflexes, so he ends up being like a 20 defense essentially if they don't have improved targeting. But man, being able to heal because it says when Joker uses it after resolutions, it. choose one. Yeah, I assume the wording on Blades Claws Fangs is like you have to hit to roll, and so. You, you have to hit mm-hmm, to activate this. But, yeah. It's definitely an interesting take on the Joker. And then, yeah. Uh, just a full dial of charge plasticity is kind of hard to
0: get around, I will say. Um, it is tough. Yeah, having that traded is so nice. I mean, he starts with, So he starts with side Sidestep, Precision Strike, Super Senses, and Shape Change. On those stealth blades clicks, he gets Combat Reflexes, Battle Fury, and that those just alternate until yeah. six and seven, where it's double up on those. So it's a pretty fun Joker dial. It's pretty unique for sixty points. I think it's got some survivability pretty well. Ironically, he does not straight up like have Mastermind, <coughs> which is fine. He has Underworld, which is cool, yeah. and he can carry his goons with him, which well, is neat.
1: And the the interesting thing about this Joker, um, and like a reference to the goons, is. He has nothing that generates those goons. Exactly. Oh, that's those. Those right. Those goons are, like, as they said, like, those goons are self generating. Uh, so you do have to start with, like, them. You can, you know, play this Joker at 60, and then, like, two of them. That puts it, like, 90 points for two goons and Joker, or 105 for three goons and Joker. You can do math, but, like, either way, um, yeah, it's not, there's no leadership generate if he succeeds, which is what we've been used to at this point. So maybe that'll be on like other characters. I could see Penguin having that. I feel like Penguin's like always been more of like a leadership mastermind kind of character, but um, at least as far as the Super Joker goes, no generating of goons, specifically Joker goons for himself. So that is cool. Actually, they do like that, like split from uh, the norm that they're kind of doing with that.
0: No. Yeah. But I will say, it's
1: cool. Moving on now to the opposite end of the commons, we have the chase figures. Chases have a much higher complexity budget than commons, allowing us more room to employ dynamic, flavorful abilities. And notorious, we got a chance to put a monstrous spin on some of DC's famous heroes, and deceased was one of the stories we were able to draw from. In the story, Darkseid completes the anti-life equation and creates a techno-organic virus that corrupts those exposed to it into a rage-fueled zombie-like monsters. I will, I will just add an addendum here. Uh, Darkseid accidentally doesn't complete the anti-life equation; he actually alters it. So he pulls Ooh. the Death Rider out of like uh, the Speed Force or whatever. Because the anti-life, the like part of the anti-life equation is inside of, uh, cyber, 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 uh, not cyber. Jeez. Cyborg? cyborg. Cyborg. Jeez. Yeah. So he pulls like he he captures cyber cyborg. Uh, he captures like the death Rider so that the death Rider can't take like cyborg's soul, and he introduces the anti-life equation into Cyborg, but in doing so it gets, like, changed. It gets rewritten. It becomes different than the anti-life equation. It becomes the, like, anti-life living equation kind of thing, uh, which creates zombies. So, they continue. Zombie storylines like Deceased are among the themes we get the most requests for, and they're always fun to dig into. So, without further ado, here's Superman. So uh, this is what we're going to expect from the deceased line. So we've seen zombies before. We've had Z-Virus. We've had different iterations of like steel energy kind of stuff. This version of zombies is going to be quite a bit different. So this Superman is unique. He has the deceased trait. And that trait is probably going to be for all of them, I assume. So deceased reads, the first time Superman would be KO'd you may instead turn him to click 9. If you do, this game he has when Superman would take damage from a game effect. He takes 1 unavoidable damage instead. And, at the end of your turn, deal one, deal Superman 1 unavoidable damage. Protected pulse wave. So, he normally has a click that's 1 through 7. When he would be KO'd, uh, you can instead turn him to click 9. Which is a 3 click dial, 9 to 11 Uh, And then when he would take damage from a game effect, be that poison, an attack, uh, you know, anything, mystics, whatever, he takes one unavoidable instead. So he has three clicks where he can have, you know, some damage dealt. But he also has at the end of your turn deal Superman one unavoidable damage. So if your opponent KOs him in the same turn, they have to deal him. Let's see. If they manage to KO him, they have to hit him. Yeah, they have to hit him at least three more times. If they KO him for the first time in a game, uh, he has a seventy-five point and a sixty-point line. His seventy-five point line starts obviously in click one, where he's got six speed on an eleven attack, eighteen defense with invincible, a three damage with leadership. He's got super strength and a special speed value. That speed value is hypersonic speed. And then Free, place Superman adjacent to an opposing character within range and line of fire that moved since your last turn. His range is six, so you potentially can place him next to them. That's, I don't have to catch up to him. I can come from the other side. Which was a real bad idea, Cla- Like Clark. like Of all the ideas <laughs> you had in DC East, that uh. was a pretty bad idea, huh?
0: Yeah, Clark Kent's pretty stupid. I don't
1: have to catch up to him. I can just stand on the other side of the world. That was a pretty bad idea, huh? Uh, but anyhow, he has that for his first three clicks. So at his first two clicks are the 75-point line, or you can play him on click three at the 60-point line. And either way, whether you play him at 75 or 60, you get that DC's trait. So uh, your opponent can choose to kind of just ignore you if they want, Or if they KO him he goes to his special 9 through 11 click he has another trait that is only at his 75 point line and that's when Superman attacks one or more characters that can use a brown standard power modify his attack and damage plus 1 so if they have hypersonic uh, perplex poison or impervious Mm. attack and damage go plus 1 that's his whole dial uh, which is Honestly, pretty decent. Um, not like a terrible trait for fifteen points. Uh, yeah, his I already read his speed power. So he goes from three clicks of that special speed hypersonic and then free place blah 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 power with super strength on those three clicks uh, to and leadership on those three clicks to click four, where he has one click of invincible. Uh, The rest of his dial is Sidestep, the rest of his dial is Energy Explosion, and the rest of his dial is Ranged Combat Expert from click 4 through 7. So on click 5, he loses the Invincible and goes straight to Toughness, and then once he is KO'd, he goes to his special click 9, and this is where he kind of gets interesting. So also, not for nothing. Yeah, no um, kidding. Superman ally has been updated to only be improved targeting hindering. They obviously lost the improved Ah, uh, movement hindering because all characters got that. But more importantly, Justice League got updated to say, for all friendly characters with this team ability, at the beginning of the game, choose a team ability. This character modifies attack plus one when attacking one or more characters with the chosen team ability printed on their base. So it's the same we've seen in uh, Avengers. But I will say, holy cow, I've never seen so many characters so easily get to like a 15 attack because of Avengers team ability and close combat expert and like, you know, one other like thing. It's so easy to get to like from a 12 to a 15. But anyhow, he does have Justice League and Superman ally. When he's KO'd, he goes to click 9 Which is a 6 speed, 11 attack, 20 defense with Super Senses, and 2 damage with Close Combat Expert. He has Running Shot for those 3 clicks, 9 through 11. He goes from speed 6 to speed 8 to speed 10. He goes from an 11 attack to a 12 attack to a 13 attack, a 20 defense to a 19 defense to an 18 defense, keeps the same powers all three clicks and then a two damage with close combat expert to three damage with close combat expert to four damage with close combat expert remember on these three clicks he does have at the end of your turn deal superman one unavoidable damage so at most if your opponent doesn't attack him at all you have three turns with him essentially uh yeah, like that's assuming you like don't have to clear or whatever. Uh, so he has a special attack power for those three clicks. And this is probably the most interesting thing about this guy. And that is draining the sun, his special attack power. So this is combined with his running shot. It is pulse wave. When Superman uses it, he may use range eight instead of range four and deals his printed damage value instead of damage one. Ugh, why? If you do, after resolutions, KO Superman. So, you do only get to do this once. I would assume your opponent's going to try and sink a few attacks into him. So, like, after he gets KO'd, I don't know how many attacks they're going to have. They're probably going to only have, like, one, maybe two. Um, But you're going to want to use this sparingly because... Superman doesn't want to use this on click 9. He really wants to use this on click 11. Where he's a 13 for 4. And he's got a 10 speed running shot. So he has an effective range. Of 13. Because he can running shot 5. And then pulse wave 8. And deal 4. And he only has to roll. For most characters. Like a 5 to hit an 18. You know he's got a printed 13. With his attack power. Uh, I, I really think this guy's nuts. Uh, there's already been discussion with like, how does the death metal Wonder Woman work with the deceased characters and stuff? Because, you know, is it the first time he's KO'd? Is it the second time he's KO'd? Like, how does that kind of stuff work? Yeah, it's. I think, for the most part, do this guy, I don't, hmm, you knock him down to his mid-level, you knock him to like four or five, and then you just leave him there. You don't bother him the rest of the game, because on clicks four and five, he's a 10 for two with range combat expert with sidestep. So he's not really not doing a whole lot. He's not really bothering you a whole lot. What you really don't want to do is KO him and then try to KO him again off of, like, click 11. And for whatever reason, he hits his super senses or you just, like, miss or whatever. Look. And then, yeah, he's got this insane reach and a 13 for four pulse wave. And it deals printed value. To like all characters instead of one, that's insane. That's way too crazy. It's really for nuts uh,
0: for a four pulse wave
1: running yeah, shot. I uh, assume that thirteen square reach. Ugh. I assume the nine to eleven will be what most of the deceased characters do. What I don't assume most of them yeah, do I believe is be that's probably going to be
0: their their thing is deceased. ah yeah back from instead the grave. of instead
1: of affecting infecting quote unquote infecting other characters. I think they'll be like right. I got infected because I got KO'd and like here's what my infected died. Right and was, I die. Like, which is you know it's cool. I actually yeah, really like slowly dying but way powerful. It's neat. I actually th- I think the sculpt's interesting. Uh, I would have gone for like some flash fingers in his chest. Uh, oh jeez. But you know the untorn cape that's fine too.
0: Uh, he eats the sun for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah you would fine. think a torn cape would just make sense. Yeah. Little, little bit more tears. I guess he's covered in blood. Yeah, um, that's not his though. That's from the flash literally right. exploding against Flashes. him. Just I can't say it's the
1: best. Like a water we gotten balloon a hitting case, a bullet train. it is train. really
0: creepy. Yeah. Yikes.
1: Yeah. As far as sculpts go, yeah, he he is disturbing looking,
0: for sure. I would say I say like he fits the the creepy, gross you want zombies to do. I do wish. Now I don't know if this digital render is true that the bases are going to be black. But man, I wish they would have been the sickly brown bronze that the original Marvel Zombies yeah. were, or I guess the second Marvel Honestly, Zombies were, just to keep in with it. We haven't gotten if a, they color don't do a team base here for our chase set. So Even, please, even, even if they so don't cool. do
1: a team base, it'd be cool if like there was a switch click
0: so that you yeah. could have a team base. If they could be displayed together, that would just be the coolest thing. Like, you can still display them together, but I would love to have a big like zombie display of both Marvel and DC zombies and have those bases be the same color. Um, that would have just been so neat but uh, yeah we haven't had a set that has had colored bases yet for chases this year so i'm holding out hope i'm really hoping yeah i'll finish we'll out people. with WizKids
1: yeah. take Go on ahead. this character so they said all deceased characters share the deceased trait and open with a standard quote-unquote living take on the character so the first dial is that character not being zombie However, the first time they would be KO'd, the Anti-Life Equation takes over, their combat values go up, and they become resistant to damage, but they'll quickly burn themselves out. From a design standpoint, that last point was interesting to design around. By putting these supercharged zombies, or zombie clicks, on a clock, we were able to turn up the power level on them and play with more potent effects than we would normally use on a character. It poses an interesting question to the player. Do you embrace the power of deceased offers, even though you risk your opponent's team weathering the storm? Uh, And then they continue. We'll leave you to consider that. Join us next time as we look at new terrain, new assassin mechanics, and new tweaks to favorite team abilities. So, yeah, this is very similar to me to with, like, that last point of, uh, do you embrace the power of DCs to offers even though you risk your opponent's team weathering the storm? This is very similar to me to Franklin Richards where it's do you embrace the power of Franklin Richards, pick three powers, potentially right. take three – I think it's three damage. I don't know. Whatever. Do you potentially take that much damage just because you picked three powers? Um, and most people, especially in pulp I think we've seen, are like saying like, yeah, he's 11 clicks long. It's kind of nutty. I really like it being able to pick like three standard powers like charge flurry sidestep pretty good i mean when yeah got, uh 11 for four or whatever he's got um but yeah i i, I do think people will play these maybe not like super competitively at least not this one just because i think i honestly think that superman at like 60 or 75 you just like outwit a speed power and then it's like what is he doing moving up to you okay then, like, what is he doing
0: afterwards? Like, nothing. You can just ignore him for most of the game. Oh, that's sad but true. It's like, okay, you kind of knock him down. But number one, he's, like, super slow, which, sure, I don't know if he's a zombie up front as well as in the back. I don't think he's supposed to tr- be. I don't, I don't know, yeah. yeah, but he is just he's just slow. He's faster with the sidestep than he is with the hypersonic. With hypersonic, yeah. I mean, he does have, like, a free like place him so you can go pretty True. far that's i yeah. guess that's the, probably the balance there yeah you
1: could free place him adjacent before you hypersonic potentially so maybe they were balancing it
0: around. right that. so yeah that could be that could be it um but we'll have to see i don't know it's neat enough though it's like a fun enough chase but it's like sure maybe you have a bunch of, like knockback or a bunch of poison or something you you Get next to the Superman right away because all you do is plink him for one damage at a time, and he always takes one at the end of your turn or his turn, anyways. Right. So he may just never be able to pulse wave in some cases. I mean, it, if you could just keep encapping him, him. Yeah. also that he's got no willpower. Like, like
1: there's a few ways where like yeah, he like you could,
0: outwitted. Yeah,
1: you could KO him for the first time. He goes to click nine. You encap him. He gets an extra action token. He has to take you know a turn to remove action tokens, and then he takes a click of damage, and then you just, like, in-cap him again (laughs) or whatever. Uh, It is interesting. He's got the reporter keyword and not the podcaster keyword. So very interesting. They decided to switch away from the podcaster keyword they recently invented and go back to reporter. Uh, I feel like Clark Kent would have definitely been a podcaster in his universe. Especially like a zombie totally universe where we everyone's sure like, "Oh, so got the podcaster keyword." You're so right. Yeah, when when everyone's like brain dead, everyone would have had the podcaster keyword.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely, dude. <laughs> brain dead people need the podcast keyword more than anybody else. Really. Oh gosh. If anyone does. Yeah. <sighs> much fun but that that is dc notorious i'm excited for the set i like zombies um i haven't read dc notorious yet i know you have so like that's kind of neat that's cool
1: yeah so we do have a question we'll coming see. up man
0: that'll be we do dc notorious zombies blah, 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 related and we we'll get to that we'll get to that a little a little fun is we'll talk about our articles whiz kids i hope you guys the listeners here i hope you guys really enjoy them because they're going to be coming out as they say in the article, every single week leading up to Worlds with some, I think, some pretty fun teams. They they range from I think pretty solid, really good to the Dial H spin on the team where it's fun. Yeah. And so there First are foremost, some limitations for some um, of these teams uh, that you may not realize. wizkids.com um, um, dot slash
1: HeroClix slash Press Room. So yes. if you if you've ever gone to the HeroClix press room. You'll see like the random articles. That's where this design insight that we just talked about, that article was, uh, the pulp clarifications that we talked about in a previous week was, uh, but that's where these have been posted. So if you want to see these articles, these team builds, it is in the press room, the hero slash press room articles on whizkix.com slash Heroclix slash press room. So yeah, it's pretty easy to find, but also like
0: I'm somebody that, constantly goes to these things to check for stuff so right and we're gonna post all the all the links every time they come out but yeah if you want to find them like they're on the whiz kids website just go into the press room and they'll be there it's pretty it's pretty sweet we we had four teams this week um they go ahead and say yeah, you know, with here well we say i guess with here whos world's getting closer and new events like theme and pulp making their debut this year we wanted to dive into some possible teams you might play or play against both formats allow for some new figures and teams to shine as well as some classic hero staples to continue their reigns so let's dive in they also add for more information on theme pulp and other hero formats check out an article here and they link yeah. to that maybe some people click that. um maybe click that first yeah before you probably good to understand how the rules for maybe all of that. these work maybe click that oh boy or, <laughs> but yeah or some people Anyone Uh, straight up didn't understand how theme or pulp worked, so it was really sad to see people like criticize the teams without actually understanding how like these formats (laughs) work. Why would you only ever play one maggot? Well, you can only play one. There are better versions of these teams
1: and modern competitive
0: because
1: These aren't modern competitive teams. They these have specific rules for builds. Just like you wouldn't play with multiple primes or unique figures of the same like set number. You can't play with any duplicates of any character on these teams.
0: Yeah. Right. It's it's fairly basic, but you know. We can jump into our teams first, see where we're at on time here we can i guess we can you can mention ian's team and then you can go into yours and then i can we can take turns because okay. i did write two for this article so yeah. we'll, we'll mention ian's and that yeah so we'll start
1: off with a i think a theme that most people are and like when i was looking at themes i was thinking prior to theme team prob dropping and like stuff like that like the changes to theme that we got what themes were getting played the most and i think ian hit the nail on the head with the animal theme so obviously this being highlander he's running a single maggot the cosmo with the legacy card kazar spider hammer eye uh high evo chip and lockjaw uh so in addition to that um maggot gets the blue lantern ring which does the whole empower shenanigans stuff being able to power action make constructs essentially you know that kind of thing Cosmo he was putting the emotional modifier on him and then the green lantern ring comes for free on Chip so the main basis of this is like Cosmo or not Cosmo uh, Chip and Lockjaw are amazing taxis You can still do the drop off poison with maggot. You can still do free attacks with spider hammer eye. And then you can also do uh, Kazar doing, like making someone move half speed for free, that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, that's the main build of this team. And honestly, it's, you know, Chip being able to generate a construct for free is pretty solid. He gets to do chainsaws or stop signs or like anything really because anything that's a green construct he was out in the Wonder Woman 80th set so he doesn't have the same stipulations that the rings give you and that's just bringing them back pretty solid yeah Yeah. Uh, as far as the tarot side Ian put the star the two of cups the nine of wands the king of pentacles and the ace of swords on and they highlighted a little bit of like the tarot cards what they do kind of thing there's a tarot card deck in there, if like that's how you want to play. Uh, if not, it's not super necessary. I think it it's beneficial to some themes. Honestly, when I was judging ROC states, I think some tarot decks uh, hurt their team just as much as they helped it. So honestly, I don't know if it's like a net positive or not. But yeah, yeah. There, we did list tarot decks for the theme teams that those were like specifically allowed for because they're not allowed in pulp Um, and then moving on uh, the next theme team was mine that was uh, the sinister syndicate theme team so I started off with the ghost goblin because that was the figure that I pulled the most recently I thought it was a really cool (laughs) chase I thought it was really interesting I also had the team up card for it that works specifically with the sinister syndicate Uh, that team up card can be played on theme and it doesn't add any additional points So you might as well play it because it gives anyone using the Sinister Syndicate team that already has it printed on their dial a plus one attack when they copy. So you literally have no reason not to play that. Um, You can't double up on any of these characters, so might as well. Uh, Iron Spider gives everyone with the Sinister Syndicate team printed on their dial Protected Outwit, which is everyone on the team... Uh, dr octopus generates four bystanders that he can carry and like i I can't remember what their specific attack value is i think it's an 11 i don't know they do get the sinister syndicate team ability but it's not printed quote unquote on their dial so they only get to copy attack value so either way they can be an 11 they can't do like the plus one and stuff But they do get a plus one damage from Overdrive having uh, Empower. So all of them are at like four damage. And then the Kingpin lets everyone copy Sinister Syndicate within six squares of each other. So if you're within six squares of another character, you can copy their attack power. So they don't all have to be grouped up, which is really solid. And then finally, Overdrive... Is just from Superior Foes of Spider-Man. If you don't know who Overdrive is, you weren't playing uh, at this point. Yeah, it's no joke. What
0: would that be? Three twenty sixteen. Overdrive, like nine Spider-Man. Years ago? Yeah, not, uh, oh, I guess he rotated seven years ago. Gosh. Seven, seven years ago. <laughs> How
1: old are we? Gosh. Uh, yeah, Overdrive no, rotated let's not get into that. essentially seven years ago. I guess at this point, but yeah, you you power action. Um or you don't you free action turn a object in front of overdrive into charged up. So you can turn a any kind of object into charged up. It's a vehicle. Then you power action overdrive to pilot charged up. Charged up has a 10 speed and uh sidestep and I can't remember I think it's passenger four. Can't remember off the top of my head. This won't let me see it. Um Either way, uh, you still have the pilot team, like the pilot quote-unquote abilities. So you can still copy uh, attack or damage powers, and you can copy stats and that kind of thing. So you can copy um, overdrives, powers, and stats, which you're mostly just copying the empower. You're carrying a bunch of people up. You're doing a bunch of attacks with the bystanders. Doc Ock has protect out wit so they can't get rid of his mastermind so he can mastermind those bystanders and then finally you have doctor or not doctor mister he never got his doctorate Mr. Negative that's, that's right yeah Mr. Negative uh, was kind of like a late call for me but I really like him just because the simple fact that he has a swappable dial where you can be either slightly offensive or you can be on his uh, defensive dial and on his defensive dial he has an 18 with defend and then he has support so you can heal anyone up that you need to he has stealth he doesn't have any of the like the high attack values so if he was going to attack for whatever reason he has to copy those on his other dial he has leadership uh, mastermind TK and mind control so that's all on top of his traded shape change and um Yeah, I I just really like being able to give an 18 to everyone because even though it doesn't seem like it, most of these characters don't start with an 18. You would think, like, Ghost Goblin and Iron Spider would start with, like, an 18. Uh, Right. Kingpin, Doctor, Octopus would. But really, like, you know, just going up by one defensively is pretty solid. It's good. But also... I like it. when When I was going into this, I was like... I wanted to give people a foothold, an idea of, like, what figures were the best to look at for a team. And then if they wanted to, like, swap certain ones in and out, like, that'd be up to them. So, honestly, you can, like, swap Mr. Negative out and increase Doc Ock to, like, the 100-point dial. And then, like, maybe do some, like, different stuff there, too. Um, There's also, like, equipment options with uh, the, like, pumpkin bombs and goblin... And I don't know if Iron Spider can. I don't know if he has a symbiote keyword off the top of my head, but maybe he does. Uh, let's see, Iron Spider. I, I don't remember. I don't think so. It wouldn't make sense. So, uh, I think his suit is just no, black. I don't think he actually armor, has armor. Magia venom. and Spy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so no, you can't. You can't symbiote him. But yeah, there. I mean, there's equipment options. There's different like options to min and max. What we were mainly doing with the themes, I think. This go around right. was just kind of giving you an idea. I think Sinister Syndicate's really fun because the way you can like- stretch like an added attack value, like a, a not an, a perplexed attack value, but literally like a swapped attack value. So you can go from someone that's Wait. got a printed nine to suddenly they have like a 12 and then you perplex them a few times and like they've got like a 13. I've always really liked right. that idea, like the weird combinations like that. And then also, I think the Sinister Six are just a very comic accurate, like, you really want to play them, right? Right? You just really want to beat up Spider-Man with the Sinister Six.
0: I would assume, I would assume so, yeah. It's like Flash's Rose. Hey, Robes. Spider-Man, your days a number, say? Eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Love playing Flash's Rose. that's just cool. But, yeah, no, that's a really sick team. I like it. It's got a good taxi, getting everybody in position. It's got good synergy with all of them together. And I think it would just be really fun. I still haven't played that Dr. Octopus, but he's probably one of the most fun-looking oh, figures. I played him in uh, online at, VR. And he's just... Oh, yeah.
1: He's pretty hard to take... Down. Like, he literally okay, nice. never took any damage. And with his, that. like, rally effect, he was constantly just, like, making bystanders that... That you know, so on his sick. top tile where he can use empower power and stuff himself um those
0: bystanders were just doing work okay i love that i just that's exactly what i wanted to hear <laughs> from him is that he's just tough to take down always masterminding always making arms that's so sick all right uh the last two teams are my teams and i want to say it was really fun when some of our listeners first saw these articles they were like oh man uh, trying to guess who built what team and that was pretty cool so I thought that was pretty cool and these these two I guess reek of Ness because those were the two that he got right, <laughs> which, the uh, two, which yeah. is pretty funny. Um, but it's also because I, I talked about this team. So first up is Teen Titans. Yeah. It's very similar to my... This is a pulp team specifically. It's very similar to my last Teen Titans pulp build. The only difference is we get rid of Manos for Robin just to have leadership instead of uh, whatever. So Moss is still a cool 25-point in power who also has Mystics, so he's another like mystical character. Uh, let's just run down the team. So we have Robin, we have Moss, we have Battle. Girl, we have Beast Boy, we have Jinx, we have Power Girl at a big 75 point line, we have the starter set Raven at 40, and the starter set Cyborg also at 40. I like all these characters. Beast Boy has an insanely fun dial where he can carry four people, then he can maybe switch to a 18 defend for a lot of these guys and help them out. Batgirl gives out uh, Batman ally to everybody. Jinx gives everybody the Mystics team ability, and then Power Girl gives everybody Superman allies so they can see through stealth. They are in stealth and they all have Mystics, and which makes me wanna play a swarmier team, which is why Batgirl's only at 20 points, but she also has a perplex. Moss is giving us an empower. Robin, like I said, has that leadership. Jinx is our only prob, I believe. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And Jinx like, has like Force Blast, which is really solid too, and like a deceptively long dial. She has straight up like six clicks of life of like all super senses so you want to protect jinx a little bit so you can keep her back so i like her and then cyborgs are running shot pulse wave if he wants to base their whole team he's got poison as well with that pulse wave which is really cool and then raven has this great way to bring people back to life on her last two clicks of her dial which can be really good to bring a power girl back to life a beast boy back to life on a certain click on maybe a poison click and then switch to a flurry click etc it's really good so i really like that we like this team, we have Red Raven on the sideline for whenever Raven dies to bring in a crazy powerful Red Raven, which is so good. But the team is just really solid. It builds... When I first built it, and this is not min-max, so without leadership, it still beat every single Popper team there. And we played against an Avengers team, we played against two Avengers teams, we played against a Deathstroke crazy pulse wave team when I played it. And this was when team-up cards, when people thought team-up cards would be legal for Popper, or sorry, excuse me, for Pulp. So I think this team is really good, a really good Pulp team, and I really enjoyed it. So if you guys give it a try, again, let me know, because it's done solid in the past. And yeah, it's just a ton of fun. The next up is a Pulp, which is an Alpha Strike drop-off that I wanted to try. Um, I had to build two Pulp teams this go-around, and I do like Pulp a lot, so I wanted to see what kind of Alpha Strike I do we think could try. Pulp is going to uh, heavily
1: increase the value for certain rares. Cause like, I it's, feel like it hopefully like, will. As we said at the top, uh, Pulp is common uncommon rare only out of five figure booster sets starter sets are allowed but only if they share the set symbol with the right. five figure booster set so that disallows any gravity feeds for the most part uh, we'll just straight up any gravity feeds we've seen uh disallows any like deep cuts any uh paintables any any figures that would be buyables Blah 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 outside of like starter sets. Like there's a few starter sets that actually qualify. But Teen Lantern, Manifold. um, the so manifold comes from the X of Swords like OP kit. And he's going for like twenty five bucks.
0: He's a rare well to be fair a lot of that OP kit stuff is a little more spendy. Yeah. Just because how tough it was to get. But yeah, for a rare twenty five is is pretty gnarly. Yeah. And
1: he, and he wasn't in the main set so like the I remember pulling I pulled like the super rare apocalypse in that and he was going for like 75 which is yeah, insane for a random super rare um, like had no meta potential in my opinion but um, the yeah the manifold for sure in pulp at least is crazy teen lantern I think is crazy tempo marvella like those kind of things uh, if you didn't like that, get on them yeah. when they they were originally released, maybe take a look and see if you can get one now.
0: Because if you're playing it, I'm playing it in pulp at least. Yeah. So this this team is really straightforward, even though it has a lot of different mechanics going on. So a quick rundown. We have Red Ghost at 50, Deadpool at 40. This is the Avengers Empire Deadpool, so at 40 points. The Brain at 35, Ant-Man at 35, The Avengers Forever Ant-Man, Star-Lord also from Avengers Forever at 30, Tempo at 35, Teen Lantern at 30, Alia Gregor at 20, Marvella at 15, and then Moloid at 10. Marvella and Moloid are really just there for Empower, but they also have Sidestep, which helps us move around a position after a big carry, which is super nice. Alia Gregor is totally there purely to buff the bystanders. She is also another use of leadership the people that make bystanders on this team is red ghost and deadpool red ghost can once per game drop all his monkeys all his uh cool apes and then they can all do stuff after being carried so when we have four actions we can drop off these four apes and then they can go and do things they will have plus three to damage uh, because of the two empowers and then they'll also have a plus 1 because of Ollie Gregor and a plus 1 all stats because of Ollie Gregor. So, for tie up for attacking, you don't have to do like your last three actions with the apes, but that is something you can do. Deadpool also has free once per game make HF bystander, uh, which is just a solid little charge blades piece that can also again, it's got all these buffed stats. And then if Jeff dies, Deadpool can then heal above his stop click. He gets like flurry steel energy and all this stuff, which gives great value to Deadpool. Um, Deadpool is really our taxi. Even though Teen Lantern has the Green Lantern team ability, Deadpool, (laughs) like every good taxi, is a wild card uh, and also has way higher speed. So Teen Lantern only has a seven speed at 30 points. Deadpool has a 10 speed at 30 points. With tempo giving him plus three, it means he can move 13 squares across the map, which is huge on a small map. And I think probably the best reach maybe you can get with someone in uh, pulp at least carrying a ton of people which yeah, is nice say, with uh, green lantern with for sure with green lantern yeah so like that's super cool we also have Ant-Man who can be given a cost at action after being carried. So if you want him to be one of your attacks, he will still get that in power. He also has outwit and precision strike. Uh, Brain is a more of a secondary character that fits on this team because he can only do something if he was carried by Teen Lantern. He is still an Outwit that sees through characters, which is huge, but if this team ever needs to break up its alphas for some reason, if positioning works out better, uh, there's enough sidestep and carry in this set to make positioning a little easier if you have to play, or in this team, if you have to play on a small map and all be along one edge. But if not, you can definitely break up the carry here You can still move with Teen Lantern to just carry the Brain. If you want to give her the plus three speed instead, uh, she can move ten squares, and then Brain can mind control out seven squares. So that's like a total of like an 18 square reach, which is a full map mind control with the Brain, which isn't bad at all with the problem on Teen Lantern. So that can totally be done separate from anything else. If your team on a small map moves up a little bit, Deadpool, if you decide to... uh, Charge with him and use tempo with him. He can charge eight squares, uh, which is really really solid. Uh, that you know, ten becomes five, eight. You know, so an eight square charge is also really good. There, there's a lot of different things you can do with this team. Star Lord is another leadership, but I mostly like that he has free knock back all adjacent like characters two squares, which is really good. It's a great way to get free damage. I think. In pulp, there's going to be a lot of low reducers to no reducers in it. So this is a great way to just not make an attack and just deal some damage. So I like this team a lot. There is a ton of different things going on where you can split up alphas. You can alpha strike with maybe just the monkeys right away, let them soak up some damage, and then you can come in with another strong alpha later, vice versa. I think there's lots of different ways to make huge moves across the map cover a lot of ground, and then do a lot of damage with this team. I especially love the Brain uh, if you carry him with Team Lantern for a little bit of Scientist. There's Prob, there's Barrier. It's also not a bad defense team. So I enjoy it a lot. I think it's really fun. And I want to try it. I want to give it a go. So let me know if you guys ever give it a go. But those are our teams. And we'll see you here next week in a little bit. We'll have some more teams for you that are pretty fun. So... Let I us know what we, you guys think of the article series. Send us an email, write us a Facebook message. Honestly, I honestly think uh, pulp's try any of these teams. A wider selection than theme.
1: Kinda I mean, yeah. pulp's really starting to It feels like pulp is a lot easier to build around. Like honestly, you're gonna see a lot of the same characters, which is kinda rough, but I think pulp is like a lot easier to build for than it is to build for theme because Uh, sometimes you think like a theme is really good and then you like look at it and you're like oh without being able to you know keyword cheat kind of (laughs) bad like X-Men seems really good without being able to like make every uh, brute warrior blah 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 X-Men not so good
0: yeah and that's just uh yeah keywords baby who knew who knew (laughs) who did Oh, gosh. Who was it? But, yeah, those are our articles. Let's go ahead and jump into some, ah, listener questions. There are dozens of us. Dozens! We have one listener question. It's... Going on our Discord, this is where I give the mini-discord shout out. If you want to join our Discord, you can join our Patreon for $5 a month, it gets you access, access to the Discord, all sorts of never-before-seen content, some exclusive Patreon-only videos that you can check out, as well as images, as well as action tokens, and cool bystanders for each set with custom cool art made by Luke, so it's all sorts of cool fun stuff over on the Patreon, and for 5 bucks, you get all this, and so much more. But number one, the Discord. So Tyler asks, since we are getting deceased characters, how would you design an overcosted or an overpowered <laughs> we definitely don't want to be overcosted? An overpowered Constantine. Now, Simeon, you know I've, that apparently yeah. in this there's actually like a specific version of Constantine that this stems from. Because I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Does uh, Constantine need to be overpowered? I don't I know. know which described yes. this
1: Constantine a few times, because uh, as I was reading through like deceased. Um, I think this was like the most interesting part of it. Uh, so obviously, uh, this starts on like dead planet. There's like a few instances of John Constantine, like fighting the like anti-life equation or whatever you call them, the zombies beforehand. But, uh, there's like a end game kind of sort of thing before they got to dead new gods or whatever that was called where like dark side came back and like spoiler alert for, uh, this ish, this comic that's been out for like 2 years now but anyhow uh towards the end Constantine mm-hmm. uh he teams up with like the normal kind of mystical people swamp things zatana jason blood uh you know that kind of stuff where it's you know fairly normal kind of things but then after a while he has to split off because like Madam Xanadu has like a prediction for him or like a whatever. So he gets Madame Xanadu's predictive ball, crystal ball or whatever. Like the, the future scene ball. He absorbs Dead Man into Ragman's Rags or whatever. He takes like Ragman's cloak because the Ragman dies, so he takes that cloak and that cloak has the like the abilities and strength of all the souls that it inhabits. He also steals some random souls along the way into Ragman's rag. Oh. He takes the he randomly, I can't remember how, gets the uh Oh, that's it's at uh not Comortage. the the League of Assassins, wherever that place is, that's where they have the uh gosh, the Spear the of Lazarus Destiny. pit? No he he takes the okay. spear of destiny spear de- from somebody at the somebody like hanging out there. I can't remember who but he takes the spear of destiny from there he goes to the weird Shazam portal to take the staff of the wizard Shazam so he has like the powers of Shazam, the uh, ability to see the future of like Madame Xanadu he has uh, the ragman's rag that gets him like a boost of power already. And then he also has like Dead Man's abilities and the Spear of Destiny, which I mean, depending on like which variation you read, like essentially you can't lose a fight when you are holding it. And finally, he okay. like takes the Helmet of Fate. So he takes Fate's helmet, which combined with his own magical properties just gives him an insane amount of stuff. But then he fights Trigon. So like there's a an end game boss fight that he does with Trigon. And it's a pretty cool fight. Pretty interesting, like few pages. Oh, that's kind of uh, Little old Superboy, because Superman, uh, as you could tell from the spoilers on that character, he's off uh, eating a sun. So, not a not like a S O N, like an S U N. He's eating a sun, like the sun in our sky. Uh, and <laughs> meanwhile. Uh, little old Jonathan Kent and Constantine are fighting Trigon, trying to keep the world from being destroyed. But it's a very cool Constantine. Um, Tyler says, how would you design the overpowered Constantine? Who, boy, I don't know. First of all, I'd have to have all of those equipments in the game, and then I would have to have this character be like a prime, so I could say this character may begin the game. Equipped with all of these things. So, like, you could just, similar to how Batman Prime could have the Green Lantern Ring and the Bat Belt, this Constantine would have all of the shenanigans attached already. Um, Okay. I think Xanadu's, like, crystal ball would just be a prob. Ragman's thing would be, like, some sort of plus one to stats for every character you KO'd or something stupid like that. For every
0: character in the KO zone, the opposing uh, KO zone.
1: Yeah, something like that. Um Spear of Destiny, I kind of think would be like the McCran crystal or it'd be like the first time this character or, and would be life. KO'd and yes. instead they're just not. Um And then I don't know how you'd have to how you would do like like the staff of like wizard Shazam. We actually already do have the Helmet of Fate. I think it gives like mystics in flight or something, Uh, but the helmet of fate—the helmet of fate—is like one of the ones I'm not as worried about because like how you would interpret the wizard Shazam's powers being imbued into like a mortal, I don't know. Maybe he just gets some energy explosion pen blast for lightning. (laughs) I don't. I don't know. Hypersonic super strength psychic. Like literally just (laughs) Shazam dial. I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It'd be an insane dial to me, honestly. If they weren't gonna do like all the equipments, it would have to be a two by two to make me happy. And there's a few, there's a few good scenes from DCs that a two okay. by two Constantine would make sense. Two by oh, okay. I'm okay. I'm a little curious then. I'm a little curious. That sounds cool. Yeah. Remember how we got the possessed storm? Two by two. That is true, yeah. The yeah, Shadow like King the, storm. No no spoilers, but there there could be something like that. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Well, I agree with everything Simeon said, because I don't know. I don't think I've read a single John Constantine story. I did recently just watch the movie starring Keanu Reeves. Ooh. So... Yeah, uh, that basically makes me a, like the number 1 John Constantine fan cuz I've seen all the really all you really need to know about him uh, is that
1: it's Constantine um,
0: says Constantine. literally one specific author. Yeah.
1: One, I I refuse to ignore that person. Yeah, I refuse like people oh. always share that comic scan where it's like it's Constantine and I'm like one guy decided that and wrote it into his book because he was a bad yeah. writer, so he didn't have anything interesting to write. And I'm supposed to take that as, like,
0: yeah. God's sorry,
1: word. No. I'm no, sorry. Not yeah. going to happen here. Yeah. Sorry, Mr. I, I called the emperor Constantine. I'm calling this guy Constantine.
0: That's how it works. So... So yeah, I'm yeah, not going to do that. I'm sorry. The case was made for Ray Shaw Ghoul though. A lot of people do apparently. It's supposed Ray to be Ray Shaw Ghoul. Yeah. Instead of Raza Ghoul. So, I'll allow that. I, I will
1: suppose. say uh so other than like the, the the Constantine deceased uh, a few characters that would make sense to be kind of quote-unquote big bads, uh, Plastic Man could make an interesting convention exclusive. Um it wouldn't Really work for a single base set? Like, there's no okay. way that he would work on like a single base. Uh, uh, sh- not Harley Quinn. Uh, Poison Ivy would be an interesting figure. I think she'd make an awesome deceased like chase. She'd be like a more cheap like kind of barrier centric kind of like support okay, beast thing. And sure. Yeah, she basically closes off like a portion of a city and protects it from the zombies uh with like their plants and stuff but she does a great job of it and harley's there to like be a cheerleader the whole time so what we really don't need is harley from the deceased universe because she does nothing
0: Uh, (laughs) well i think the set had already mentioned that we are definitely getting a harley quinn from like the tv show oh that's cool yeah yeah yeah, so we're getting, we're getting getting that Harley Quinn for sure. I, we'll probably get a comic Harley I don't know why we wouldn't get a comic Harley Quinn. Um, don't know what that necessarily means. Deceased or what their idea is going to be for that. Yeah. Let's I see. don't know. Like, they did say, like, it's going to be
1: mostly villain-centric. So maybe the only deceased really figures we'll see are going to be heroes turned villains. Or maybe we'll actually see a few... Villains that like turn hero during the deceased storyline, but really those were fairly few and far between. So I don't yeah. really know.
0: So yeah, we're gonna have to see. I don't know. I want a big villain set. I think most of the time when we get a DC set, it's like here's all the same DC heroes. We also saw a Wonder Woman that's deceased, so we get to see a zombie Wonder Woman as well as who else we saw? We saw Golden Glider and some other people. I think we're shown off. I think that's it for like newer ones though this this last week. So it should be pretty fun. I don't know. I'm excited for the set. I like the idea of there just being a ton of generics. Joker's got a goon. They also mentioned like Penguin and Riddler and Two Face right away. So it's like, okay, cool. They also have henchmen. Perfect. Give me a ton of generics. If the set is gonna have a 80-something figures in it, that sounds great, because you know what? That means it's worth buying a ton of figures. You get, oh, what are our extras? Our extras are generics. Perfect. That's what I want extras of, you know? So, it 100% just works out as a set. It's definitely what we want to see. Uh, We saw Golden Glider.
1: We saw Lightning Man. Uh, I don't know who this guy is. Lightning Lord. Okay. (laughs) Lightning Lord, who is just, I don't know, he's got white hair white and green outfit red shorts Uh, the previous hint they sent before that was oh it was king shark where we got like the weird boot
0: yeah with his leg that one really threw me off I was like I have no idea it was like a
1: leg with like I thought it was somebody riding like a scooter or something because it looked like a leg with like a foot peg or something but no it was like a fin holding a leg that was half eaten uh, not even a fin, I guess it's his finger. But either way, yeah, it's King Shark. So right. yeah, we'll have a new King Shark, we'll have a new Golden Glider, and uh, may potentially a first ever Lightning Lord. I'm, I don't I'm know. I'm down for a big
0: I mean, whatever uh fun. Suicide Squad sub theme. That'll be a ton of fun, so Oh, absolutely. I think it's solid. Yeah. Uh and if you want to
1: Pick up some pre-orders, or potentially, oh, Lightning Lord has been clicks before. Interesting. Uh, all the way back in Arkham Asylum. Okay. Uh, if you yeah. want to pick up some old figures, new figures, you want to build some pulp, you want to build some theme, you should check out CoolStuffInc.com, where you can get cool stuff in stock every day. You can use code DIAL5 to save 5% off all your hero clicks purchases. And uh, if you want to maybe order some stuff that isn't on cool stuff that's a uh, pre-released being a uh, you know pre pre purchase, pre pre order, uh, you can check out shop.wizkits.com where they've Ooh. already got notorious up. They've I think they've already got uh, Wheels of Vengeance up. You can pre-order a bunch of stuff on there and you can use code dial H ten to save. 10% off your HeroClix purchases on there, as long as they're not uh, Iconics or Scott Porter's or potentially, uh, <coughs> I don't remember. The uh, play, it home. play at Home kits potentially might not work for that. We're not sure. We're still trying to figure that out, but yeah. Yep. So check them out at those two websites. There's plenty of good stuff to find. There's a, yeah, July 4th goes all the way to this Sunday. You'll hear this episode before then. And Yes. Uh, the dial, uh, dial H10 sales on shop.wizkids.com. Those go pretty much forever. Uh, they're always doing something over there. That's oh, right. It is, but it's
0: always something. <laughs> something. And, like always, Trails. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is, seek professional Hero clicks. now. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like, 100 Instant deadpan dead pay and humor. Over okay, six yeah. people think I am funny. I'm your Captain America. That was just
1: you in a costume. You absolute fools. I'm to so be able to edit that out, for sure. That's cool because it's expensive. I'm going to make looks like that for everyone.